Man, it is so freeing when you forgive. So freeing when you forgive others. And it is so freeing you forgive yourself. Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions, Part 4. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television, and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. We love you and appreciate you so much. I would like to share just a little humor. A little boy, he had just been put to bed for the umpteenth time, and his mother's patience was wearing thin. And she said very sternly, she said, I don't want to hear you call the name mother one more time. Well, after a few minutes of quiet, A small little voice came from upstairs that said, Mrs. Jones, can I have a drink of water? (laughs) Well, we are sharing part four of healthy ways to express your emotions healthy ways to express your emotions. Man, we've been having such a wonderful time, and maybe we'll finish in this session. I said that last session, but we didn't didn't get anywhere near finished, so maybe we'll finish it today. I got excited last week. I started singing in our last session, man, because we talked about singing as a form of a healthy way of releasing your, expressing your emotions, and I started singing. I started singing. I started singing. I had a good time. Somebody told me I sounded pretty good. (laughs) I sang two songs. For those of you that missed it, two songs I sang. It was my first time singing in 35 years of ministry. It was my very first time singing. And uh, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. I don't know if you could call it singing or not, but at least I was making a joyful noise. I was making a joyful noise. (laughs) Miss Catherine told me, she said, I asked, I said, how did I do, Miss Catherine? She said, she said, you sounded pretty good. She said, you reminded me of Alfalfa singing on the Little Rascals. I didn't know how to take that, but I I, I took it as a compliment. I took it as a compliment. (laughs) It's about the same way she says that when I get excited, she says I sound like SpongeBob. So (laughs) I took it in that same light. We were just having fun, man, and uh, we've been having a good time. We've been having a good time. But anyway, this part four, healthy ways healthy ways to express your emotions. I won't take the time to go back through all the ways we've covered so far, so you'll have to go back and listen to the series so you can have all of these ways, healthy ways to express your emotions. You can have them in your arsenal so that you can express your emotions in a healthy way and you can use them in your daily life. Well, we'll just jump right in. Remember Psalm 62, verse 8 says, 
pour out your heart before God. And so this is God letting us know that we are free to express our emotions. He has healthy ways for us to empty out all the stuff that we have bottled up in us. There are healthy ways to express those emotions so that we don't become a basket case or, you know, we just end up doing something that we regret or we end up expressing our emotions in unhealthy ways, which you see a lot of today. And so, but God says, hey, pour out your heart to me. He says, I have healthy ways for you to express your emotions. And so I've done a lot of research. I've read countless articles from psychologists and top leaders in this field. At the same time, I've coupled that with the Bible. I'm looking at biblical scriptures in light of our emotions. And I was just really pleasantly surprised to find out how much the Bible said about healthy ways of expressing our emotions. So I kind of put on my psychology glasses and read the Bible through the lens of psychology and I began to see all the different ways. So it's been kind of a fun study, been a fun study. But anyway, here's some healthy ways. I gave you a ton of healthy ways already. And so we'll just pick up and we'll just jump right in. Last time we talked about singing. We talked about singing. We also talked about practicing positive self-talk, positive self-talk. And today, here's one rip a piece of paper into small pieces. Rip a piece of paper. I have a piece of paper with me, and I'm going to rip it to shreds. (laughs) Rip a piece of paper into small pieces. It's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. I don't know what it is about it, but it's something about it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel good just to tear something just to hear that sound, man, it's so relieving. You just feel like you're letting something out. You feel like you're expressing something when you do this. You feel like you're accomplishing something. And so rip a piece of paper and just tear it in the street. Can you all hear that? Listen. <laughs> it's something about that sound. It's just something about that sound, man. It just relieves stress. It relieves tension. You just feel like you're letting somebody have it. You know, it just feel like you're getting some stuff off your chest. You're telling them how you feel, and you're tired of all that mess, you know? <laughs> you're not putting up with that foolishness any longer, and you're letting them know. Listen. <laughs> So you take a sheet of paper and tear it up into pieces. That's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Isn't that simple? It's simple. So simple, but yet it's very effective. Man, I feel so much better. I feel so much lighter and freer. (laughs) I just got a load off tearing that paper up because I let that paper have it. I let that paper have it. And so it must be some type of internal mechanism that you feel like you're letting somebody have it and you're releasing a lot of stress and tension and and you're expressing yourself. But anyway, that's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Here's another way is through breathing and particularly different breathing exercises. And you can study that on your own, but there's one that's called deep breathing. Deep breathing is extremely relaxing. And I love to do it outdoors so that I can breathe the fresh air. 
and get plenty of oxygen. But deep breathing is when you breathe from your diaphragm. And so when you take it in from your diaphragm, you'll see your stomach come in. And then you hold it. You hold it for about three seconds. And then you exhale it slowly. You exhale it slowly. That is so stress relieving. It relieves so much tension. And it oxygenates the body. So it gets plenty of oxygen in your body to, so your bloodstream can deliver oxygen to all your cells and organs and so forth. So that's deep breathing. And it's so relaxed. When you take a deep breath in, hold it for about three seconds, and you slowly exhale. That's deep breathing. Man, it feels good. It makes you feel good. It just relaxes you. Relieves so much tension. Relieves so much stress. And it just relaxes. Like I said, especially when you're outside because now you're getting the fresh air and you're getting more oxygen to the bloodstream, to the body. And it's just stress relieving. So just practice going outside and doing some deep breathing, doing some deep breathing. Well, that's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Here's another healthy way of expressing your emotions. And that is forgiving, forgiving others and forgiving yourself. Forgiving others and forgiving yourself. You have to learn to let it go. You have to learn to let it go. Sometimes we forgive others, but we won't forgive ourselves. So you have to learn to forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up forever. Man, forgive yourself. Forgive others. We all make mistakes. We all miss it. We're all in need of God's grace. We're all in need of God's forgiveness. And so you have to forgive others because when you hold it against others, man, you're bottling up. Once again, you're bottling up and it becomes toxic on the inside of you. And so it begins to become a destructive force working against yourself, even though you're so-called angry or mad at someone else. It becomes toxic against yourself. So you forgive others. Forgive others and and you forgive yourself. Forgive others and you forgive yourself. Martin Luther King Jr., he said, Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a permanent attitude. It's a permanent attitude. And so that's that's your life position. You know, I'm just a person who forgives. I'm a person who forgives. Somebody said that a marriage is made up of two good forgivers. Those of you who married, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> a marriage is made up of two good forgivers. Two good forgivers. I like something that Dr. William Orr said. He says, there's only one thing evil cannot stand, and that is forgiveness. He said, there's only one thing that evil cannot stand. And that is forgiveness. Oh, that's profound. That is profound. The devil can't stand it when we forgive one another because he uses it as his base, as his control tower. He uses unforgiveness as his strong point. He uses that contention to carry out his purpose. And so when you forgive, man, you just disintegrated the enemy's work in your life. And so There's one important work that evil cannot stand, and that is forgiveness. When you let it go, when you forgive others, and you let it go, you forgive yourself, then you go outside, do your deep breathing, 
and you tear up a sheet of paper. What if you did deep breathing and tore up the sheet of paper at the same time? I haven't tried that one. Haven't tried that one. <laughs> would that maximize your results? That's interesting. Would it? I'm wondering, would that multiply your results if you tore a sheet of paper and did the deep breathing at the same time? Y'all try that and let me know. <laughs> Here's the scripture behind that about forgiveness. Colossians 3, verse 12 and 13 says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, Even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Man, it is so freeing when you forgive. So freeing when you forgive others. And it is so freeing you forgive yourself. God freely forgives us, but oftentimes we won't forgive ourselves. But God's already forgiven us. And we still hold on to it, not counting the precious blood of Jesus. Not counting his word where he promises it. I mean, this forgiveness is so important to God. God says, man, you can give me my word on that. He says, you have my word on that. I forgive you and I forget it. And so when we hold on to it, it's almost like you're discounting his grace. You're discounting his grace to forgive. You're discounting the blood of Jesus that has washed your sins away. You're discounting his faithfulness. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, you will confess your sins. He's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Man, isn't that good? So God is faithful. He's just to do it. And so when you won't forgive yourself, you're discounting the blood of Jesus. You're discounting his grace. You're discounting his mercy and goodness to you and your life. You're discounting the work that God does. God freely forgives you. God freely forgives you. And so you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive others. Forgive yourself. It's a free way to live. Man, you feel so free. You feel so free when you forgive. All right, here's another healthy way to express your emotions. And that is to practice acceptance. Practice acceptance. You know the serenity prayer? Well, the serenity prayer is that's practicing acceptance. Let me give you the serenity prayer. Listen to the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can. And wisdom to know the difference. There are some things you can't change. You can't unscramble scrambled eggs. Once you scramble that egg, you can't put it back in its yolk. You can't put it back in the shell. Once you break that egg open and scramble it, you have scrambled eggs. You can't unscramble scrambled eggs. You have to accept the fact that you have scrambled eggs. Now, what can I do with them? I can put some black pepper on them. I can cut up some red peppers Put in there some jalapenos. I can dice a little onion and throw it in there. And get me a slice of wheat bread to go with it. And if my mother was listening, she would say, throw me a couple of slices of bacon on the side. (laughs) 
So you have to realize that's acceptance. Acceptance is realizing that you can't unscramble scrambled eggs. Can't unscramble. You have to accept it. You have to realize this is what has happened. This is what has happened. And you have to accept it. And so when you have something that you cannot change, now you have to change yourself. You can't change it, but you can change you. You can change the way you look at it, your perspective, change your thinking, change your ideology, you change your mindset, your attitude, you change your approach. So when you have something that you have to accept that you can't change, you have to change you. You have to change you. You change your approach to it. I love watching documentaries. A couple of gentlemen, neither of them have arms or legs. So they have some type of condition where they have no arms, they have no legs, and they're just living great lives. And they're just a sensation all over the internet. They're living full, complete lives. But I was listening to one of the gentlemen. He said the first thing he had to do, he had to accept that. He had to accept that he had no arms and no legs. Because he said if he didn't accept it, he would have been angry the rest of his life. He'd have been blaming everybody. He'd have felt cheated. He'd have felt unfair. He'd have been full of bitterness. He said, I first had to accept it. Okay, this is the hand that's been dealt. This is the hand. I can't change it. I can change my approach. He had changed his approach. It just has become extremely enjoyable. He's enjoying life. One of the guys does. In fact, one of the guys I was watching his life, he does more than people who have two arms and two legs. He has a very active lifestyle. He's married, got a few children. He swims regularly, does everything. I said, my goodness, how do you swim with no arms and no legs? He found a way to do it. So he couldn't change it. He practiced acceptance. He accepted where he was, what had happened, that he could not change. He couldn't change it, so he had to change his approach. And so there are some things in life that you have to accept. You can't unscramble scrambled eggs, and you have to figure out how can I season them, what I can put with them, how can I make it taste good, how can I make it delicious. And so that's a healthy way to express your emotions. You have to learn to practice Acceptance, the serenity prayer again. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can. And wisdom to know the difference. I was reading something I really liked, and it was talking about changing your mindset, changing your attitude, changing your approach. And it just used something simple. And this was actually in the, it was in the, it's a book I have called Win the Day, Win the Day by Mark Batterson. But he had this simple little principle. He said, instead of saying you have a problem, he said, you can say you have a challenge or even better, call it an opportunity. He said, that way you can be positive and creative as you work your way through it. Don't look at it as a problem. You can look at it as a challenge or even better, an opportunity And now that shifts your mind to work through it in a positive, creative way. And so now you're not saying, can I? You're now saying, how can I? And so it shifts your entire mind. I just love that. I love that. But anyway, that's practicing acceptance. There's some things you can't change. And so when you can't change something, you have to change you. You have to change your approach. You have to change your attitude 
You have to change your ideology, your thinking, your mindset. All right, well, that's another good, healthy way to express your emotions is is to practice acceptance. You have to accept it. They died. You have to accept that. They died. They aren't coming back. You have to accept that. We see this principle in Scripture. When David had a child to die, David had a child to die, and David was praying hard that God would save that child, but that child died. After that child died, David got up, he washed his face, and he returned to his normal business. He accepted the fact that that child was gone. And now he said, he said, that child will never return to me, but I will go to that child. He knew one day he would be reunited in heaven with that child. So he accepted it. So once he got to a place of acceptance, he was now able to resume his life and thrive in life. But he had to reach that place of acceptance. Once he accepted it, he was able to be king again. But he had to accept that first, and it freed him, it freed him to thrive and move forward in life. So we see that scripture, that uh, principle in scripture, practice acceptance, practice acceptance. Here's another healthy way to express your emotions is, is to try something new. Try something new. Try something new. When you try something new, it just gets your gears churning, causes you to work different parts of your brain, different parts of your body, different parts of your thinking. Because you're trying something new, it engages your whole self in a, in a different way. So try something new. It could be a new hobby, a new experience. It could be, you know, just something new. It could be gardening. In fact, gardening is a healthy way to express emotion. We have a cousin of mine. She sent me a picture one time, and I should have brought it. I didn't bring it, but I should have brought it. I just thought about it. But she sent me a picture one time. She had a beautiful, beautiful garden in her backyard, and it has grown so big. And she told me all the things she was growing and how I could just feel her joy coming through my text message. She was just so excited and so happy. Well, that gardening became a healthy way of expressing her emotions, and it brought her so much peace and tranquility and calmness and enjoyment because she was growing something. She was endeavoring to grow something, and it was kind of a new experience for her. That's why our ancestors, that's why they, you know, they lived at a different level of peace and harmony because they were always working in the fields. They were always farming. They were always agricultural people, and it's something about that that relaxes you removes the tension and the stress and the anxiety. And so it's something very colorful about when you're working in the earth, when you're working in the earth. But anyway, try something new, new hobby, new experience, new activity, something you've never done before because it engages you in, it engages your, your psyche and your body in a completely new way. And so it turns on some things. And so because it turns on new things, it causes you to easier to forget some negative things that may have been happening in your life. So it, it activates and excites you in new areas, and that helps you to get over older areas that might have been a problem for you. And here's another healthy way to express your emotions. Man, I just realized I'm out of time. Goodness. <laughs> I'm out of time, but I'm still not done. My goodness, I was just sure we were finished today. I was sure we would finish today. All right, I'm going to give you one more, and then we'll stop, and we'll finish. I 
promise y'all we're going to finish next time. <laughs> I promise y'all. I didn't realize I had so much. I had so many ways. I didn't realize we got more than I thought. Here's the last one I share for today. Here's a healthy way to express your emotions. And that is get some sleep. Get some sleep. Get some sleep. That's a healthy way to express your emotions. Healthy way to express. I remember talking with a young lady one time. She was going through a whole lot. And on top of all that she was going through, she told me, she said, on top of all that, I'm only getting about four hours of sleep. And uh, she was completely frazzled, completely dismantled. So get some sleep. Get some sleep. Sleep is one of the foundations of good health. It's a pillar of good health. Sleep is a cornerstone of health. Because your body can't function, man. Your, your brain can't function. You're going to be irritable. Your emotions going to be frazzled. Nothing is working right when you are not uh, sleep. I remember reading portions of a, a book about sleep by, I think his name is Matthew Walker. I think the book is called Why We Sleep. But in that book, he says that the brain, while you're sleeping, the brain is cleaning out all the gunk that has accumulated. It cleans it out while you're sleeping, cleans it, clears it out of the way. So that's why when you wake up after a good night of seven or eight hours of sleep, that's why you feel you know, clear. That's why you can think clearly, and that's why you can be alert. That's why you have attention and all of that, because the brain has had a chance to wash itself. All that gunk has been removed. That happens while you sleep. So what happens if you don't sleep? If you don't sleep, all that gunk remains. And that's why you're foggy, and you're like, duh. You know, you can't think what you were going to say. You're kind of fuzzy. You're like Homer Simpson. <laughs> so you, you know, you can't think, you can't remember, you don't know what you're doing, you're kind of discombobulated. That's because all that gunk is still in your brain. The brain didn't have a chance to wash itself and clear itself while you were asleep. So get a good night's sleep. My daughter, Alicia, she told me and my wife this recently. She was working as a counselor at a camp this summer, and she said, she said every day they have nap time. Not for the camp attendees, but for the counselors. She said they have nap time for the counselors every day, and they have to take a nap, and they call it FOB. I said, what does FOB mean? She says, flat on back. So they have flat on back time every day. <laughs> they were required to have FOB every day. Be flat on your back. Be flat on your back. So when you get home, tell somebody, I got to have my FOB. They won't know what you're talking about. You then say you should have been at church. Then you don't know what it was. <laughs> Praise God. Those of you who are watching, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series healthy ways to express your emotions absolutely free of charge. You can email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Well, we have at least one more session. I promise you I'm going to finish it in the next session. I actually, honestly, I thought I was going to finish it today. I didn't realize I had more healthy ways to express yourself. So a lot I didn't get to today. We'll get it done next time. But man, I'm just having fun. I just thank God for 
sharing this with his people and allowing us to have these healthy releases in our life. And God is just so good when you can just take a deep breath and relax and take a load off. You find healthy ways to renew your energy and refresh yourself and replenish yourself so that you can be effective. You can be effective for God's kingdom. You can be effective for your family. You can be effective on your job. When you have healthy ways to express your emotions. And we thank God for his gracious gift to us. His gracious gift to us. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet. I'm out of time. Stand to your feet. Thank you so much for coming today. We love you again. Appreciate you so much and grateful for you. I pray for you all the time. Pray for you all the time. Pray for you all the time. I have you in my heart and I just want you to know that God loves you and sees you, hears your cry, and he has good things in store for you that he's releasing. There are some things I wanted to say, but I didn't say tonight. Some things the Lord showed me, but I'll share it in time. Praise God. It was good though, man. It was so good. Oh, man. Praise God. God is good. I said God is good. I say God is good. God is good. Praise God. Well, we're out of time. If we weren't out of time, I would sing y'all a song, but we're out of time. <laughs> oh, man. I might sing anyway. <laughs> I had so much fun singing last week And I've been singing all week I've been singing, I don't know but two songs I was singing those two songs all week long Have a little talk with Jesus Tell him all about your troubles He'll hear our faintest cry He'll answer by and by When I feel a little prayer wheel turning, I know a little fire is burning. Have a little talk with Jesus makes it right. (laughs) Oh, man, I've been singing that little song all, I've been singing that little song all week. Oh, I've been singing my little two songs. I got me two songs, man. Oh, man, that's precious before the Lord, and you sing before him. All of heaven gathered around to hear me sing. Man, it was good. It was good. Whether I'm alpha, alpha, or not. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. Thank you for letting us have so much fun today and just enjoy you and your presence and your word. Thank you for allowing us to have healthy ways to express our emotions. Thank you for your goodness and your grace and your love that pours in us and through us. Thank you for holding us in the palm of your hand, Lord. We can cast all our cares over on you, for you care for us and love us so much. We love you, Lord. May we be a blessing in the earth wherever we go. Share a little heaven on earth wherever we go. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. 
Let every heart say amen, 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 amen. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part four of the series titled Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7986. That's 7986 to listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7986 to a friend. Go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the word. Oh, brother.